0: On the
1: You're listening to the Bear Down Chicago Podcast with Logan Bradley, Ryan Dangle, Patrick Sheldon, Brendan Shagrew, and Jack Wright. bear down chicago podcast yeah we're that bears podcast
2: all right folks welcome to another edition of the bear down chicago podcast i am your host ryan dangle i am joined by logan bradley Jack Wright, Brendan Chagru, and Patrick Sheldon. If you want to find Logan on Twitter, you can find him at, at @beardownbradley. If you want to find Jack, you can find him at beardownjack. Brendan Chagru, you, you can read him on Bears Wire, or you can find him at Brendan Chagru. That's S U G R U E. Patrick Sheldon, you can read him on Dewindy City as part of the Fan Sided Network, or find him at p underscore shells. Boys, we had a big episode last week, and it's it's been a crazy couple of days since that has happened. I got attacked by coyotes today, so that's how my day started. How 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 are you guys doing? Better
1: than I'm that. doing good. Did you use
0: your yeah, skills like what did you do? You like nunchuck them? At least explain it. What happened?
2: All right. So we live in a forest preserve. It's it's a beautiful piece of property. We always tell people we bought a yard, and an unfortunate house was attached to it. Um, <laughs> our our house is just it's whatever. It is what it is. Beautiful
0: backyard though.
2: It is a beautiful backyard. And beautiful. So, So every once in a while, there are coyotes that nest in the forest reserve right by our house. And so they had five cubs, which we saw the other night playing in our backyard. It was really, really cool. But this morning, I'm taking my three dogs for a walk. And my big one, my, my biggest dog is like looking around and I'm like, what's up, dude. I don't see anything. I don't hear anything, but he just, he's the type that it's like, he goes out, he does his business and he's back in and he won't no matter what's going on. I'm like nothing. So the other two start doing their business. Right. And I go to pick it up and all of a sudden big guy just loses his mind. And I'm like, oh no, there's a coyote, maybe six feet from me maybe six feet, probably a little bit closer. I'm freaking losing it, right? Pulling with all my might. Cause my big guy, Arthur is an 85 pound pit bull lab mix, massive dog, right? Pulling him all muscle, everything that I possibly can. And then my littlest dog, as I'm pulling him in the house, she decides this is the opportune time in which to drop a deuce, <laughs> that like no no sense of urgency whatsoever (laughs) just like oh oh you're this is where you're going to do this right now (laughs) so yeah i guess we got too close to the uh to the nest and so they decided it was time to attack was the coyote like was
3: it actually like threatening like you know you guys because i've i've had almost run-ins with coyotes when i had my littler dog scariest thing like you just don't know what's going to happen and like so it was it was kind of in your face protecting itself well
2: the the thing is most of the time they're telling you like hey you're in my territory leave but this was like walking towards us like showing teeth very very different that yeah so (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh.
2: yeah that was uh that was my morning voice so you guys it's are doing stressful. better than when me. you're
1: trying to like juggle those three dogs simultaneously it's hard enough just to get a bag out and pick up the poop much less mm-hmm. like sitting there under stress being threatened by wild animals man that's crazy
0: in that's- in the events of your smaller dog when you have to poop you have to poop so yeah, it doesn't or, matter if there's a coyote there or anything
3: that could have also been a scared poop like oh god That's, i'm so scared
0: i'm Crapping you know,
1: like, my brains out right <laughs> now.
0: everybody knows there's different types of poop scared poop is one of them
1: yes <laughs> hey jeff you're a great climber and we really appreciate you also listeners are you thinking about buying or selling a house in the chicagoland area there is one person and one person only jeff cadwalder with App Properties. Jeff is making it happen for his buyers, using proven tactics to help his buyers get the contracts. And it's not about paying the highest price either. Contact Jeff today to learn more. Visit GenevaJeff.com or call or text 630-254-4734.
0: The toughest thing about living in a new place, finding a new barber, you just can't trust anybody. but. If you are in the Chicago suburbs, somebody you can trust is Sheridan's. Sheridan's Barbershop, located in historic downtown Wheaton, Illinois, has been serving the community for 68 years with six barbers open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. We have appointments available to book online or by phone at your convenience. SheridansBarbershop.com or call 630-668-0137 to book today. Sheridan's Barbershop. Where traditional meets modern.
2: Now, I'm thrilled about this one, folks. When we were with the Bear Down Report, this was, and I mean this sincerely, one of my favorite interviews that we ever had. Cam Ellis uh, was part of NBC Sports Chicago and did the Under Center podcast with JJ Stankovitz. It was phenomenal. The business is, as many of you guys know, it's it's difficult. Uh, it's up. It's down. It's all over the place. However, Cam found himself with six seventy the score, um, and still covering the Bears and doing a fantastic job. Cam Ellis, thank you so much for joining us here on the Bear Down Chicago Podcast.
4: How are you, my friend? I'm great. After that hype up, uh, you should be my permanent <laughs> hype, man. I'm great. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to talk to you all. I'm good. Everything's good here.
2: All right. So cam talk to us a little bit about the off season for you. Uh, I know you just kind of told us that, that you're doing a little bit of traveling and doing all that stuff. You know, maybe what is your, your favorite off season pastime favorite thing to do when you don't have to cover the
4: Chicago bears? Um, anything on Sunday, like again, have my Sundays back. Um, at, No, that's a good question. Um, my favorite thing to do, um, you know, I love getting out and running. Um, it, it is, especially in Chicago summers, like it is, I, I've been hard pressed to find a better running city in the country. Um, and you know, summer's like the only time that it's you can run in Chicago. At least I can, I'm I'm a wimp about being cold, so I don't get out there when it's cold. Um, so yeah, like, not to sound lame, like running, huh? um, But you know, I, I like getting out there. I like going to bars and restaurants too, sort of to offset the running. Um, just going out and sort of during the off season, it's it is. It, there's a lot of driving from Chicago, Lake Forest, and Lake Forest back to Chicago. And you know, you're you're at house on a Friday night for some stupid reason. Like uh, there's not a lot of free time, I guess. Um, and so a lot of like exploring Chicago. Um for me at least happened happens in the offseason, right? I can sort of like have my nights and weekends back a little more. Um, so yeah, running and, and eating food, I guess.
0: <laughs> for whatever reason, this offseason, one of the favorite pastimes for three Chicago Bears players has been getting arrested. And that was David Moore, Byron Pringle, and Matthew Adams. It's not usually a thing you want to do. Um, but Cam just Do you see these three arrests reflecting more on polls or the organization or somebody else?
4: Um, I think, I think it's a reflection on the three people that got arrested. Um, I, I get it. I, I, I do the optics of three freshly signed players um, in a new front office, all getting arrested is not good like that. It, it, I, I, you know, I wrote something the other day. I didn't end up publishing it because I didn't want the grief of, having it be published um and and having it on twitter um but like it's been a terrible off season it's been a bad off season just in terms of 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 the optics of of what the bears have done this off season I, i think i don't think it's a team thing i don't necessarily think it's a polls thing um you know i think the i think the idea of it being a larger a larger phenomenon is a little maybe just anecdotal at least that's how it comes across to me um so i think it's probably a reflection on the three players, but I i mean, you, you, you come into a team and you sign three guys and they get arrested before anyone plays any football. Like you're opening yourself up to criticism like that. It, it, I don't think it's unfair to sort of take a second look at it. If that makes sense.
3: You know, it, this has been a weird off season. I feel like, I don't know if anybody else thinks that, but I think so. we had, we, yeah, like we had the bears coaches, like, uh, we had Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles hired right away, and that was exciting. But free agency, not much happened. The draft, we didn't have a first-round pick. A lot of later-round stuff. Of course, the arrest. But this just – I don't know about – maybe it's just me, but you just said it, Cam. Like, this just feels like a really weird offseason in general.
4: Yeah. Um, You know, firing a beloved team employee over the 4th of July weekend was a weird <laughs> move. Uh, you know, and I'm sure there's plenty of other things going on that I don't know about. But, yeah, it has been – it was, I think it's like, I think it was going to be bad. I think that it, it, the Bears are in a position where a lot of teams uh, sort of in the, whatever word you want to use for it, rebuild, retool, redesign, whatever, um, remortgage. um, A lot of teams find themselves in that position. And I feel like this, one of those classic, it's going to get worse before it gets better things. Like I think that every Bears fan right like it feels like every Bears fans on the sort of the same page about it getting worse before it gets better uh and I think that that was going to manifest in this offseason at some point and I think it'll probably manifest in a couple of games this this regular season too but like it was it was I thought in my opinion at least I, I don't know how you guys feel about it but I thought it was a a bad offseason but like a predictably bad offseason like it was you know the rest are obviously not predictable and not great. Um, but it, it felt like sort of the offseason of ripping the band aid off, to use that expression. Like it, it's gonna hurt and it's not gonna be pleasant, and you're not gonna realize why you're doing it, and then next year or next offseason or whatever, like you can turn the corner and start sort of building your team the way you wanna build it. But I but I think that I think that this offseason was always gonna be, if not if not bad, at least kind of like boring or uneventful in that sense.
5: Cam, do you buy into the narrative that Polls is not retooling for next year, um, but believe doesn't believe in Justin Fields, and that's why he's kind of held off on stacking this team with any free agents?
4: Um, I don't think so. I, I it's a good one. Like, it's a good, it's a juicy line. I, 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 I'm always appreciative of chaos in in football um, conversation and and the idea of already being out on Justin Fields. I don't really buy it. I I enjoy the sort of how juicy the conversation is. Um, I don't know if you necessarily, maybe you do take a job with a quarterback you don't trust because NFL GM jobs don't come around very often. And it's, you know, maybe he had some lined up, but you know, turning down the Chicago bear turning down a GM opening is a, is a risky move. I don't know if the, Oh, he wouldn't have taken it if he didn't believe in Justin Fields thing is necessarily true, but I, I I would be hard pressed to believe that he does not He's already out on Justin Fields. I don't know how anyone can already be out on Justin Fields just because it's only been one year and it was a miserable year. And if you're going to be out on Justin Fields after last year, you have to be out on like everyone else on the bears roster after last year, right? Like you gotta be out on Cody Whitehair and you gotta be out on Eddie Jackson. Like you gotta be out on all of these guys. Um, and so I don't. I don't think so. I, I think that there's maybe some some natural skepticism in places that there weren't for Ryan Pace, just because. Yeah, you're right. He, he didn't get drafted by him. I, I could see the 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 lens with what, through which he views fields to just be a little different. I guess maybe a little more critical. But no, I don't. I don't think any. I don't think any GM. You know, looks at a, a quarterback who has been as successful and talented as fields has throughout his career and goes, I can't work with that. Like I'll sit on my hands for four years and just deal with it because we'll get some random, you know, now 15 year old in four years, who's 19. Like that'll be better. Like I don't, I don't, that, that is missing the forest through the trees in a way that I don't think Ryan, I think Ryan Poles is a smarter GM than that. So it's, it's a long winded answer. No, I don't believe it. Um, I think there's going to be a reason why that I think there's going to be a reason why it's going to be obvious when you see him building around the players that he has that like fields was part of the plan the whole time. I think at least.
3: And we're thankfully winding down in this really weird. And like you said, bad off season, we're about 10 days away before camp begins. And there's a ton of position battles and really starter spots that are up for grabs. So in your opinion, what are your, What camp battles are you most looking forward to when camp actually begins?
4: Um, I think anything in the secondary. Uh, I I would say wide receiver, but like, wide receiver is not interesting to me. It's interesting in that you don't know like who's going to catch footballs. Like, um, and that is there's interest there, but it's sort of just like which of these kind of bad players are the least bad. Like in the secondary, there's way more intrigue in terms of is eddie jackson going to be better than he has been last couple years like how much better did jalen johnson get like and that's not even talking about the rookies and like where they're going to play in you know is is some of the guys that took leaps last year that looked that you know kindleville door played well at times last year and then didn't play well at times other like the, the there's more to me, at least, they're more intriguing storylines just because of one, there's a bunch of new players, and two, because that, you know, the secondary is sort of the positional group in vogue these days on defense. Um, so so I, I think secondary, but I, I would hear a healthy conversation for wide receiver, too.
3: Real quickly, just without thinking, who wins the nickelback job? Uh,
4: Tavon Young or Thomas Graham Jr.? Uh, I'll go Thomas Graham Jr. to start. I think that you trust. Unless maybe, you know, he just blows him out of the water in camp. I think it takes time to learn how to be a professional cornerback. And I think that corners come on a little stronger if there's not the pressure to start immediately, you know, like Jalen Johnson had a great start to his career and then sort of dipped at the end of his rookie season. And I I think there's an adjustment period that comes real fast, like quite literally real fast at NFL corners. Um, So, so I, I'll say Thomas Graham Jr., but again, like, I don't really know, and that's what's more exciting than, like, who's, you know, is Byron Pringle going to have four catches? Like, yeah, probably. Um, So, yeah, I'll say Thomas Graham, but I don't love that answer.
1: Guys, are we just going to keep on going through this podcast without recognizing how great Kim's flow is?
4: (laughs) I mean, listeners, I'm sorry you can't take it in, but. My hair is obscenely long. It (laughs) is. I've spent literally, I think, once once a day for the last two weeks being like, I need to get a haircut but I am so cripplingly afraid of small talk like I avoid haircuts for months at a time because I hate <laughs> <laughs> Which is so silly because it's like a That's twenty-five. Awesome. Like men- oh my for Like twenty-five minutes long, uh, and so it'd be very tolerable. But I truly just like would rather have a stupid-looking head of hair than talk to someone I don't know for twenty-five minutes.
1: Just to avoid small talk, you
5: will just. That's talk. great. That's I've, I've never related to a, a guest comment more than that <laughs> one right there. <laughs> is that why you're bald? Yeah.
0: I, I Had <laughs> to myself throw myself
1: because I can't. Yeah. Maybe small I
4: should on. just do that. And just. Share my head full and I never have to go to the barber
1: again that'd be great that's awesome uh Kim we are big on food
4: takes here do you have a a really unpopular food take and if so what is it a really unpopular food take um oh shoot I I I definitely do I guess my most my most unpopular one actually probably plays really well in Chicago in that I really hate ketchup like a lot like it it makes me like very, very nauseous. Um, and, and so, like, I eat hot dogs just totally dry all the time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> dry glizzy. I know you I know what? I do
3: that a lot, too, actually, and people think huh. it's weird.
1: Are you guys uh, so, four years old, five, that, five I, six years old? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wait, I don't
3: want to
2: stand into the condiment line. I just want to grab the dog and go. This is an important <laughs> question. What do you put on your French fries
4: then, Cam? Oh, I eat my French fries dry, too. I just... Um, like sometimes there's hot sauce around, I'll throw hot sauce on them, but like, yeah, otherwise I'm just eating hot dogs and French fries, just totally dry. Are you thirsty like all the time? All the time. <laughs> it, it, there's times when my mouth is just like cracked, and I'm just like, "Why is it like this?" And then I realize it's because I just eat salted dry things all the time. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I, you know, I don't love hot dog condiments. I don't know why. Um, and I'm ready. Just when I have my hot dog in my hand, I'm ready to eat it, and I don't need to wait anymore. I think it's perfect as is. Um, I get it. I, I when people say like ketchup and stuff, I'm sure it probably is better. Um, it's kinda of like I drink black coffee because I'm scared that if I put anything in my coffee, I'm gonna like it more than just black coffee and like I'm not to able to go back. Uh, so I think I'm sort of the same way with hot dogs. Like I'm scared if I put something on him like, oh, this is great. And now I'm attached to mustard for the rest of my life. Like I don't it's it's too much stress for me. Just give me a dry hot dog and send me them away.
2: Cam, we want to ask you about something that Bears fans just can't let go of. Okay. The quarterback that was here two years ago, he's he's now got a chance to be the starter in Pittsburgh, Mitch Trubisky, new dad, by the way. So congrats to Mitch. Cause congrats. I know he listens to this. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't even get that out. Um, okay. So uh, do you think he's, he's going to win the starting job in Pittsburgh? Do you think he has a really good chance?
4: Yeah, I think so. I, 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 I think he's going to start in the same way that I think that there are a lot of similarities to what will happen. What happened with him and Foles. Like I, I I see him winning a very underwhelming quarterback battle against you know you know obviously Pickett's a little more exciting than Nick Foles is at this point in their career but like not that much right like um, <laughs> and I see Mitch Trubisky starting and playing like three and a half bad games and then getting benched the same way that Mitch Trubisky's years sort of always go um, and so yeah I think I think he'll win you know I always. When it's, a pre- when it's a veteran versus a rookie, I always sort of – and it's an actual battle and not like sort of like a stage fake one for confidence. Um, I, I I tend to think the pros, the veterans always sort of have an advantage in that situation. I have no idea whether the data backs it up or not, but I, I feel like that's always the case. Um, so I will go Mitch Trubisky for three and a half games and then Kenny Pickett the rest of the way because you know what you're getting in Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers will know what they're getting in Mitch Trubisky and they'll get it and then they'll figure out – maybe Kenny Pickett can do something a little better. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to watch one game of Mitch. It's going to be weird seeing him in a Pittsburgh uniform. Like that's, it's an odd thing to see players that well-established like in other uniforms, I think. So um, I'm excited to watch for three and a half games and then see how much better, how much worse he is than Kenny Pickett, I guess.
0: Um I'm coming with all the the super upbeat bears questions today, so <laughs> <laughs> there's there's uh, there's plenty of pessimism around this team. I guess maybe you could say that there's my optimism as well. Uh, Cam, in terms of let's just put it this way, do you think that Bears fans are in for a long year this year, or you know how should we be approaching it?
4: Yeah. Um, I mean, but don't let me tell you how to approach it. Like I, th- that is a personal um you, that is between you and the bears and God, like that is, that is, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's going to be a long year. Um, I think if you enjoy watching football, like it's still better than not watching football, you know, like I, and I think that is also something that I have the luxury of saying, because I don't really have a dog in the fight, so to speak. Like I can, I can watch them lose by 15 and be like, okay, like, I, I still enjoyed watching pro football. Um, if you live and die by, if they, if they win a game, then yeah, like you, you should probably pick up another hobby this fall um, or find a second team to root for. But you know, I, I think, I think there's a healthy amount of realism in the bears fans this year, which is like a great, a great step for everyone involved. Like a shout out to everyone on their personal growth and just having some realism here. Um, <laughs> Which I think will help. Like there's some years, you know, like 2019, for instance, everyone was like, oh my God, like the Bears are going to the Super Bowl. Like they're they're like, they won the division. Like this is going to be great. Um, And and, uh, that I feel like is harder to deal with when expectations just, flounder versus you go in knowing okay you know the o-line's not going to be that good and you know hopefully justin fields is improving you know the wide receiver except whatever you want and if you're pleasantly surprised like that's great um i always tell people just set the bar really low and you'll never be disappointed which is like such a terrible way to go through life like (laughs) lose all your expectations and then nothing hurts um but yeah like i think for the bears I think for the Bears, not having expectations is the way to go because that way you're not bummed on Sunday night, and and if anything, if if they outkick their coverage, like that's great, like it's 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 an improved Sunday. Um, I think going in being like they might, I can see a path to nine or ten wins. Like that is that is how you have a miserable fall. I think
0: Mm
5: -hmm. I've only said that like a half a dozen times on this podcast, but.
4: I, I can't i can't knock the optimism i just uh, optimism is how you get grumpy on sunday nights. <laughs> uh,
3: um cam is going back to training camp who's going to play right guard for this team
4: i don't know i thought you guys would have that answer like, <laughs> you would have the answer I, oh my god um i don't know like right now ESPN says really Wright. So like maybe that, maybe Larry Boreham, like, I, I don't know. It, it, it is going to be a disaster. It's going to be a disaster. Like there's it, it, I feel bad for the people that are expecting a step out of a step, a step out of Justin Fields because like they are just not helping him out in that case at all. And, and I don't know who's going to play right guard. Like I, I honestly do not. Maybe Sam Mustafer is like better there than he is at center. I don't know. Like the Bears seem intent on keeping Sam Mustafer around, and so maybe that helps. I don't know. Like I, I'm just trying to think of all the names on the O line, and like, do they have they played there? No, maybe not. Like it doesn't that doesn't matter at this point. Like also no. Like get someone in there. I, I don't know. I, I, I'll say Willie White just because ESPN says Willie White, but I don't even think that's right. So um, I would not. I would not lose sleep over it. I would just come do it. This is such a dark, I'm bringing so many dark (laughs) opinions to this. Um, Just accept (laughs) it. That's going to be bad. Um, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, I think Everyone will know really quick because it'll be very obvious because they'll be like screaming the name like four times a game and being like the two weeks into the first, you know, run of training camp. It's going to be like think pieces about why they need to go get a right guard or why, why this right guard is a bust or whatever it is. Um, so, like, I, I think we're going to know real quickly. But right now, yeah, I honestly have no idea because there's no one that stands out to me.
3: I've got a follow-up real quick, but I will say just a side note, I am very interested and excited to see your, your tweets coming out of bears camp, just all of the, you know, your sarcasm is I I love it. So I'm very excited to see that. Some of the
2: reactions, sorry, Cam, I didn't mean to cut you off, but some of the reactions, people that are like, I don't think they can tell that you're like poking
4: fun and having fun with it. Like, no there's a lot of that 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 happens um i yeah it i don't know like how it's sort of i feel sort of strapped to the stick now um and i don't know how that sort of happened I, I, and uh, i do i get people not infrequently dming me and being like you know you're being really irresponsible uh, <laughs> but like there's an there's an integrity to, to journalism that you need to go refine because like people rely on you for reports. And I'm just like, who? Like, who's out here? Like, uh, has Cam sourced this yet? Like, uh, that's what I'll know. It's for real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it is. It is taken on a weird sort of life of its own. And sometimes I just feel bad because, you know, people like get really mad and think that uh, what I'm saying is like a legitimate source to report. And I, I, don't, I don't like want people to think that, you know, Robert Quinn just wants to live in a warm city. Like I like, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just joking. Like I I, I think t- tweets are what you are worth, what you pay for them. Um, and there's luckily I live in such a, um, you know, we have such a good bears market, like that. I don't feel obligated to like tweet, transactions and tweet like injury report stuff so like i can sort of just like screw around on twitter um but yeah so, like, a lot of times i'm just like this is doing me more harm than good like i don't there are times i'm sitting there being like why don't i like i didn't have to tweet this and now i'm just reading <laughs> email. Um, but it's, 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 it's good fun it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a way to pass the time i'll put it that way
3: I think that should be like labeled on every bear's Twitter account. Like I didn't have to tweet this and now I'm dealing with all the repercussions. <laughs> it's it's
2: unbelievable.
4: Uh, Like there's so many times when I'm just sitting there. Like I, and I'm, and I'm sitting there like, I, I, I always wait and take a beat before I send any tweet. Like, do I need to really send this? Like who's going to be mad? And then if I don't think any of them is going to be that mad, I, I send it. And then sure enough, like there, there's always someone that's mad. Um, but yeah, it is. I think like people are starting to come around on it. Like I think people now are just like, oh, he's not a journalist; he just makes jokes, which is like <laughs> better overall for my mental health in terms of people not lecturing me about journalism anymore. Um, but I, I'm really like, you know, I'm gonna have some by just true chance, you know, Justin Beals contract extension. I'm gonna get that scoop or something and tweet it out. People are gonna be like, oh, like. That's a good one. Like, I know I'm boxing myself into absolutely no credibility whatsoever. Uh, oh, man. But what will cost up we get there.
3: <laughs> uh, the one, sorry to derail us, but the one follow-up I had real quickly, going back to the guard position, do you think Lucas Patrick can slide over to guard, or is he, in your opinion, is he the team's center? Because that's what they
4: signed him for. Yeah, I think – I think they'd be hard pressed to move him off center. I think because of right, I think like they they have a very specific idea of what they want out of their linemen. That, um, you know, of all the things Poles has sort of hinted at, I feel like he's talked more about what he specifically wants from linemen more than any other position group. Like he, you know, talking about how they weren't in super great shape last year and that they didn't have the right, um, you know, attitude or whatever. So, like, I feel like there's a, I feel, like there's a very clear picture of what they want out of a line. And, and I think like signing a center and saying he's our center is like at uh, any other position, maybe you, maybe not left tackle, but uh, I think, I, I think you keep him at center. You know, I think it was just truly a disaster. You go, yeah, like he's a better, you know, his, his second play is better at guard than someone else's second play is at center. Like we can make it work, but there are so many, uh, problems with having a like makeshift center last year um, in terms of, I mean, there were so, and Justin Fields is to blame for some of the fumbling, but like the, the, the center quarterback thing last year was so bizarrely a problem that just never really got fixed. So, so I think you, I think they're going to want to go, Hey, we want a guy who's a center who's like knows how to be a center and is like fine at being a center. And we don't want to, if someone's going to learn the job, let's put them at right guard and not put them at center. I think.
5: So total non sequitur cam, but uh, you know, one of the fun things about the off season has been learning about some of the rookies and we get it in drips and drabs. Um, But I'm curious with all the kind of the personalities in this year's draft class, who do you think is going to be the most fun interview uh, from the rookie class this camp?
4: I don't know. That's a good question. Um, you know, I I was not at the camps this spring, but I guess Vilas Jones was a pretty good interview. Um, I so I think they I think people talked about him having like a fun personality. Um, so I'll say Vilas Jones. You know, I think uh, I think that any uh, there's more than enough. You know, there's plenty of good quotes on the defensive side of the ball, uh, and I think offense right now is a little more the personalities I think lend towards the defensive side of the ball right now versus offense. Um, I think like there's some sort of cut and dry offensive personalities and Justin Beals is very buttoned up and professional. So like there's not quite that sort of, you know, fun Tariq Cohen um, this style sort of fun interview on the offensive side of the ball. So I'll, I'll say Beals Jones and, and I don't know too much about the the rookies personalities yet. it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how much they talk at camp. I mean, I'm curious to see how the bears, operate players with the media under this new, under polls and Ibra Fluse versus Nagy and um, Pace. Cause Nagy and Pace were real. Like you're going to get the three same guys over and over and over again. And we're going to have this really formal dance and like, nothing is going to come from it. So I'll, I'll be curious to see if they, if there's a little more, there's a little more um, effort towards, I'll put it that way, effort towards like letting other players talk more frequently.
5: Velas can get you the 10% senior discount at the merch tent too. So that'd be yeah. kind of a nice.
4: <laughs> it, it was refreshing to, to, you know, all these, all these players. I'm, I'm not that old yet, but like <laughs> having pro football players be, you know, 2021 20, is like starting to get a little bit um, existential for me. So like having a guy who's a little bit older, that's like kind of in my age range it was a real nice touch. I thought, I, I'm glad the bears did that for some of the aging reporters. <laughs>
1: It's perfect. You are you are of uh, proper drinking age. So Cam, which former bear would you like to go drinking with if you had an opportunity to do so?
4: Um, I would love to go drinking with Akeem Hicks. Um, I just always, he was always a great interview. Um, he He just like spoke really, he spoke in these very eloquent expressions a lot. Like he always had a very, um very profound succinct answer it was never like sort of like I do where I just ramble and fill the words with like ums and likes like he always he he was a he knew what he was gonna say and he always said it and it was always very I always left the locker room being like oh like that was a fun expression Akeem said and he was like a good personality um and I think he is a legendary beer drinker like I think I remember reading some college stories about him putting some back so i i he 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 checked all the the check marks of like a a fun drinking partner um and i wouldn't have to like get in a competition because i'm sure he would just like drink me under the table like i wouldn't feel pressure to go beer to beer with him because i knew there's no way i could do it so it would it would free me of that societal pressure to just enjoy the moment so yeah a key mix i think
2: before you ask it i'm so excited we made jack ask this question cam okay that's not cool because you'll you'll just see it in his face how much he loads this question this one coming up
1: yes this, yeah okay. this next yeah this next question i was forced to ask like i'm being held hostage uh cam how would you feel about co-hosting a radio show with jay cutler
4: <laughs> um You know, if the money's good, like, I'll feel super happy about it. (laughs) Um, Let me tell you. um, I don't know how much we would necessarily have in common or talk about, or I don't know how interested I am would be, uh, how interested I would be in talking to him at all or spending any time with Jay Cutler. But, you know, um, I, am happy to talk numbers and then, you know, if, if, if the right number comes across my desk, I'll be very happy to host a show, Jake Miller. He can talk about whatever he wants. I don't care.
3: Yeah. Are you, are you aware of like what's happening? Cause I know it's, you know, crossing radio lines here, but are you aware of like what's happening with the ESPN 1000 right now with that?
4: I know that he's been on a couple times, right? Like, I don't know. Is he like man- maneuvering or posturing to try and get in? Yeah. Like, I think it's actually
3: going to happen where they're, it sounds like they're going to try to do like a weekly show or something with him. And it's, it'd be like Jack. his show. And he's basically come on and said like, I actually want to do this. Put me on with the bosses. Let's make this happen. And so this is like an actual thing that could be coming to your ears this fall. So Jack's going to be listening every single week that he can.
4: Um, I vaguely remember, wasn't he one of those guys that they like, They were like, oh, he's he's the next broadcasting star, like one of the like you know like every Mm -hmm. year there's a quarterback who like doesn't have to do any actual work and just gets four hundred million dollars from a from a media company to just be on their show and like they talk about oh like behind the scenes this this guy's really impressed market execs like I regularly remember Jay Cutler being in that vein where they're like he's a good TV personality, but I I never saw it like I don't really get it, but. Um, I I have no doubt he'll find an audience in Chicago. I'll say that.
3: Yeah. I will. So so a little background on that. Yeah. He was supposed to get the Fox job after 2016 when he quote unquote retired, he then got the dolphins job for like a year and 10 million, which who's going to pass that up. But then I think he even admitted and said, yeah, I wasn't doing much of the research and I didn't realize how much work was going into it. So he's like, I was not going to be prepared, which is what What a shock. (laughs)
4: I was gonna say like that's, Jay Cut- that's Jay's MO isn't it just like going in there and slinging it um, yep. you know like I, I assume that will be the MO for a radio show just show up Jay and like uh, Jay's opinions are what are going to be what like drives that traffic and gets those listeners so he doesn't even like or do any of you going to get Bears insight from Jay Cutler or is it going to be like a novelty like oh let me hear what Jay Cutler has to say about this like do you learn from Jay Cutler at all? I think about only- COVID-19
5: and pandemics in general. <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. I think the the only
2: thing, like just, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, is, you know, the differences between coaching staffs that he saw. I mean, he saw every offensive coordinator you could possibly imagine in his tenure. The guy obviously understands football. So I think that part of it. But I, I don't know necessarily that's what he wants to talk about. I, I think yeah. he'd rather talk about a whole lot of other stuff. So, yeah.
3: From, from what I hear, I think it is – I, I mean, I listen to both radio shows, but I am sorry, Cam. I listen to ESPN a lot, um, but they did. Uh, they did say it was going to be a football show, like football specific, which that does kind of excite me because he does have some good opinions there. Now that he's kind of removed from the game, he can talk a lot more freely about it. And even when they get him in studio, I feel like it's, you get a lot of good football nuggets. Plus I'm, I'm a sucker for hearing Mark Trustman' stories. I, I just <laughs> love them. It, it makes me Sucker so for happy. Pain. Yeah. I love
2: um, hearing the. It's it's like a circus, man. He just wants to hear how bad it was. We all know it was terrible. That's I know.
3: I
4: was gonna say, isn't the term for that uh, masochist? Like, uh, <laughs> it. I am
3: far enough removed. It's okay. Yeah. Um,
4: I mean, I, I would hope the bosses were like, "Hey, Jay, like, we're talking football." And the second you we're not talking football, like, you are not talking. Like, yeah. we will point to you and you will give football opinions. But we are not gonna have like a Zany Friday where we can talk about whatever we want because <laughs> I don't I don't think anyone's asking i mean i think like a bunch of people are asking for that from jay cutler but i don't i don't think that plays well on in chicago sports radio all right cam
2: uh so we've got one last important question before you're gonna hang out with us for jack's question which we almost have no guests that do that and so we're thrilled that you said that you're going to join us for jack's question um your Reese's power rankings. We want you, and Sheldon, this is Sheldon's question. I have to give credit where credit is due. We're gonna ask you to go three, two, one. So third best, second best,
4: first best, your Reese's power ranking. Um, This is actually fairly easy for me. I, Reese's eggs are three, Um, Reese's standard OG Reese's are two, and Reese's pumpkins are one okay we haven't uh, we haven't uh, heard from uh, the pumpkins yet have we
0: i've never had a reese's a pumpkin reese's
4: uh wait what's the one that's like infamously better than all the other ones? The, the bunny is it a bunny there's one i thought it was the pumpkin i guess i all don't all the holiday all the ones,
1: ones tend to be Yeah, yeah um, it, it hits different
4: i was gonna say i thought there was like in the reese's community like a very well-known um like power ranking favorite i thought it was the pumpkin but now now i'm in my head about this like i, I thought it was the pumpkin. egg
0: I th- it looks like there is there is there is a Reese's pumpkin there's a pumpkin yeah there's a pumpkin yeah. it,
4: it's one of the holiday yeah. shapes is like a notorious favorite um I'm going to like go to 7-eleven now and stay up all night eating <laughs> letting my blood pressure crash
2: because I'm eating Reese's well um, Logan or Brendan you have to ask the follow-up
4: question
0: we're talking about uh you know you what had we're a, talking a, about a, yeah have you ever had a Reese's fast break
4: yes the, I, liked Thoughts? I liked it I thought they were good
0: Okay. Uh, We're, we we do not have to force it into your top yeah. three or anything like that. Somebody's top three is the top three, but That's I just, I,
4: um, yeah. yeah, no, I mean like every single piece of candy that I've ever eaten, I've like loved, like I'm such a little like, gremlin about processed sugar, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, the fast breaks are good. Um, the, I saw they have like the, like, maybe, I think Brendan, maybe that was even your tweet about like the, the, the bite sized fast breaks. Um, yeah the other day is good as perfectly sized um as take does Reese's do take five or is take, take five, five? five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah okay yeah so like let's see I, I could just keep going on Reese's things all day um <laughs> yeah no any Reese's I I, I I'm gonna keep the, the 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 modern new ones out of my top three because I'm a traditionalist but um holiday Reese's you can't go wrong
2: Cam Ellis a man after our own hearts yeah all right So, J-Dubs, this is awesome. We've got Cam joining us for your questions.
1: So, Jack, what do you got for this week? I'm going to give you an and or option. So, you can answer one or the other or both. It's up to you. So, the first one I'd be curious about is what is a song or song lyrics that somebody you know butchers or has butchered in the past just unmercifully and it just makes you laugh? That's, That's one possibility. The other one is what is a story that frequently just pops into your head? A funny story. It could be a story about you and your crew, or it might be a story that someone else told you, but but it rather regularly pops into your head and you're just like, that one makes me laugh. And if you need time to think, Mm-hmm. I I can lead us off, but if you think you've got one, then I'll I'll create an order. Where, where are we at? How are you feeling?
4: Uh, no, please go first. I, I, these yeah.
1: are, these, the, yeah, I need to think over this. Okay, so I'll go first this time. Usually I go last. Okay. Then we'll go Logan, Ryan, Cam, Shells, Brendan. Okay, so the song is uh, Around Here by the Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. And we were in the car one day, I think in college, and a girl just started belting out the song. And instead of saying around here, she was belting out brown hair, <laughs> and you know everybody in the car like just er uh, just stops and looks and says what what did you say? And she said well, it's brown hair, right? Aren't they saying brown hair? <laughs> no, no, they're not saying brown hair. They're saying around Plus. here. So you know that's one that she never lived down. Um, my buddy in college, who I played uh, ran track with. Uh, when he was in high school, uh, he was uh, in the kitchen just popping Skittles up in the air to himself and catching them in his mouth. And somehow or another, one of the Skittles hit him directly in the two front teeth, and it knocked his ass out. He woke up <laughs> on the kitchen floor. What? He got knocked surrounded by, a Skittle? by Skittles? Because he threw one up and somehow it must have just perfectly hit a nerve or something on his teeth and it just knocked him out. And his mom like found Mike, are you okay? Mike, what like how do you even explain that? Like what happened? I, I don't know. One minute I was popping Skittles into my mouth, and the next minute I was just passed out.
0: Goodness.
1: <laughs> it's just my every goodness. time I, I
4: think about that every once in a while it just makes me laugh. I didn't realize <laughs> that like there's something you can do with your teeth that knocks right. you out. Like that. I'm scared. Either know.
1: that's why I think it's so fascinating to me. Yeah,
4: I going to go to that all sure liquid is. diet or something. Good Lord.
1: <laughs> just for safety, or just wear protective gear that's right. if you're doing the thing where you throw it up into your mouth. Just make sure you use a
3: straw because if you bring that bottle cl- too close to your teeth, <laughs> something might happen. Right. right. Th- th-
4: there's dangers at every turn. I hate this. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, all right, my my miss red lyric comes from myself. So the song Shots by LMFAO was released in 2009. And in my defense, in 2009, I was 16 years old, so I didn't know what a shot was yet. I knew what it was, obviously, but you know. um, But I thought that they were saying shout, 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 shout. (laughs) I thought for at least a good couple of months that that was the lyric until one day somebody was like, Logan, they're saying Shots. And it was like that makes a lot more sense now. Um, so yeah, that makes sense to me. Now, uh, the second part of your question, something that I think about, and this is, I don't know why this is the first thing that I thought of when you said that, but a few years ago, Darren Ravel, who is quite a cat tweeted the video of JFK being assassinated on Twitter And I, and I don't again, I don't know why this is the first thing that popped into my head, but every time I think about that, obviously it's not funny, but in an extremely dark way, why would you tweet that? And also it's hilarious. It's so random. So that's what came to my head.
4: He's such a weirdo.
1: I think I vaguely remember that. It was super weird and awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just out of nowhere.
4: It was like the eight minute video too. It wasn't even just like, what? It was truly just like like the fools of Pruder film. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, that's wild. Yeah, it's gruesome.
2: Okay. So you just you made me think of it when it comes to teeth. And so my best friend, he was the best man at my wedding, Nikhil Ghosh. I shouldn't have dropped his last name. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Nikhil. Uh, he I don't know why he's doing this. He we, it was after practice. One day we were both seniors in high school. He's waiting for his dad to come pick him up, and he's laying like stomach down on like the railing, you know, you go down the, like the concrete stairs and he's just laying on the railing. Why? Because that's what he does. And he picks his head up and brings it down too fast, cracks both of his two front teeth. And so like his dad's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I got something going on. I'm not going to pick you up. So I get a phone call. He's like, Dangle, you got to come get me and take me to the emergency dentist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nice but touch. he can't,
2: but he can't, we can't like, <laughs> so every time I see him, I just see his two front teeth. Like, dude, why, why, one, why were we laying on the railing? And two, like why did you pick your head up and just slam it against the rail? Like it makes absolutely no sense. The second part, or the first part of your question, Jack, I I, I cannot think of anything for, for the lyrics
4: wise. Sorry, buddy. So for the lyrics, um, when I was in college, there was a kid in our hall who was like very into, um, into uh, virtue signaling, like what music he listened to Um, as as like, uh, you know, you're 18, you want to be impressed. You want to impress people like so so be it. Um, And he was like big on how much he loved Jimi Hendrix. I think a lot of people probably mistake this lyric, but he was like, you know, he always had the shirts on and like had the, you know, the posters in the dorm room and, and we were at a, uh, we were at a party once and someone played um purple haze, obviously, because it's a college party, like you're gonna play purple haze. Um, and he like belted out, excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> and we all were like, what? Like he's like, Yeah, I don't know. like I didn't I don't really know, you know. I just like the song. And we we're like, Did you know it's kiss the sky? Right? He's like, No, I don't think it is. I think it's kiss the sky. And I was like, No, man, it is not. Uh, maybe it was. I don't know. But I was like, oh, I don't think that's the right words, man.
2: Um, wow, the confidence makes the it confidence. so much better. I think yeah. it is that,
1: and and you're, and it's always like a realization in public. So you're just right. You're going to be massively embarrassed because you're singing like, it probably out loud for people to hear, and they're just going to shut you down and be like, no, that's not what it
4: is. Yeah, especially like at a party with a bunch of like right. other 18 year old dudes <laughs> like that. Well, I could not think of a more ruthless place to make that like very <laughs> innocuous mm-hmm. mistake um for the story um i will just come clean with you guys i was a child once um it's a surprise um (laughs) no
1: stop like stop right there
4: (laughs) that's that's the story um and i was at a a home depot with my dad and my brother and we, he was like going through shopping, like getting you know tools and garden stuff or whatever. And I was sort of meandering uh, a couple miles over in the bug spray section. And for some reason, I didn't think that the bug spray was already in the bottles. And so to test that, I stuck my eye right to the front no. of a bug spray <laughs> bottle no. and just let it rip. <laughs> And it turns out the bug spray is actually already in the bottles at the floor, um, which, is, which is a valuable lesson to learn. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and so my dad just stuck my face in a in the Home Depot water fountain and it was just, like, hitting me in the face and, like, trying to get all the bugs out of my eye. And my eye was just swollen and red for, like, a week and... Yeah. <laughs> Whenever like anyone asked me why, I just had to tell them exactly what I learned that day. And, um, I don't know if I've ever like had a more embarrassing moment in my life. I- I'm sure there may be some coming down the pike, but like to date so far, I think that was probably it. That
0: has to be such a cornerstone moment as a parent of being like, why did I do this? I chose this. I chose yeah. this.
4: And, and, okay. and now I my brother was like there with us. So like, there was already a shining example of like what you don't do around there was like a very, a very clear image of like, Oh, one son is not a stupid idiot. And the other son <laughs> has, has a giant inflamed red eyeball right now. Like this is, this is life. Um, so yeah. Lesson to like all you kids at home, this the, the bug spray is already in the bottles. Don't, don't, don't think otherwise. It'll, will get you. That is
1: outstanding. <laughs> Oh man, shells. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
5: so for the lyric one, I'm going to throw myself under the bus, but I feel like I can't be the only person who thought that uh, "Blinded by the Light" by Manfred Mann's Earth Band was uh, "Blinded by the Light," revved up like a douche. Another runner in the night.
2: <laughs> Anybody
3: yeah. Ever like that's fair.
0: Wait, it's long long yeah, time. that's universal.
5: And it's I,
3: to the point where, like, I
5: saw the lyrics and I was like, "No, this guy got it wrong. He <laughs> says douche in the song, and I think he's like trolling everybody." Um, cause it definitely doesn't sound like deuce, but, uh, it was a hard realization for me to learn that it's actually not. And then the, did I ever tell the Popeye's poop story on the pod? Have I told that one? <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> what a great you're about Go to. for it. <laughs> yeah.
5: I'll try to, I'll try to make it real quick. Uh, so a buddy in law school, we're eating Popeye's and he gets up and he leaves and he comes back like 10 minutes later and just a fit of panic and blood has left his face and he just walks out. He goes, grab your stuff. We're leaving. And we're not even done with our meal. And we're like, what the heck happened? So we grab our food. We go out and get in the car and we start driving. He He's just like shook. And we're like, what's the matter, man? And he's like, I, I don't want to talk about it. Finally, we got him to admit he, <laughs> he had Popeyes and he's got a bit of a sense of the stomach, maybe a little bit of IBS going on. Said he barely got his pants down and just absolutely pepper sprayed the back of the wall
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and, and felt awful about it and wanted to get the heck out of there before
0: anybody came in and saw it and pinned it on him. So uh, <laughs> that poor Popeye's worker is still collecting yeah. unemployment <laughs> checks. They just they just walked out of the restaurant that day and just <laughs> did they did in a straight line. They didn't even think about turning. Yeah. You that
5: don't, was- yeah, you just drop everything right there and you don't even tell anybody, you just leave, never come back
4: yeah that was a pivotal moment in that employee's life like they're always yes. me, like, that was the day i learned my true value
0: <laughs> they too are telling that on a podcast right
4: now
2: <laughs> you wouldn't believe what i found this one time when i was working at popeyes
3: you always hear about those st- you always like hear about people just you know blasting up against the wall but you never actually like know the person who did it so this is uh this is rare oh. <laughs> all right brennan what do you got All right. I'll try to make mine quick Uh, for the lyrics. This wasn't me, but we got in a huge argument about it. And both of my stories are from college. So one time backstory, we always played super smash in college and every semester we would do a 99 life game with everybody. It'd take like two hours. And one time we decided to play Africa by Toto on loop. So we listened to Africa by, by Toto for two and a half, like hours or so. And it got to a point where people are like, wait, is it bless the rains in Africa or miss the rains in Africa? And I was, I was heated. I was like, it is absolutely blessed. But like, we were getting into fights like this lasted for a while. So that was kind of the big one I remember from that time. And my other story I always think of, because every time I see my college friends, this always comes up, we had a roommate and I had roommates like all throughout, like, all four years of college, I found my friends freshman year. We were great friends and we still get along today. But one of the guys we we always picked on because as as friends, but he was very like he let it known that like it bothered him. So we're like, oh, we're just going to like tease you a little bit. Just basically, you know, just rag on him. Um, but every once in a while, we would run into his room and hide like on our way back to, from dinner because we all went to dinner together and he would just like be like, all right, get out, get out, whatever. One guy didn't get out because he didn't find him and nothing weird happened, thankfully, but he left and he always locked his door. Just, I don't know. That was the kind of guy he was. And the other guy like came out afterwards and the door was unlocked. And for about five years after we graduated, he didn't know how the guy got into his room basically. And this tormented him and he kept asking us, he's like, how did this person get in my room? And we finally, finally told him. but it just, it, it was always funny because we'd bring it up and he, he was sweating. He's, he just never knew how to, how to react to it. So that was, uh, that was a, that's a story that always comes up and makes me laugh and we,
1: we love her. His name's Andy. We love Andy. <laughs> so good. That's he, that's laughter is the best, especially when the bears aren't going to be good. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Yeah, poor andy probably had a total distrust of all locks for like half a decade yeah. I mean, I was, I was like,
3: oh he did he yeah. he was very he, he was very afraid like, like, I, saying, like I would never like,
4: like feel like, safe in my house again I'd be like, no, <laughs> it's not
2: folks we want to say thank you so much to cam ellis for joining the podcast this week uh cam ellis uh, could you run through if if people aren't following you, how do they get after you? Um, what should you be maybe looking forward to this upcoming season? Any of that stuff?
4: Uh yeah. Um I'm covering the bears for 670 the score. Um you can find me at dot score.com and uh, occasionally on the radio when they when they let me out of my house. Um and then I'm on Twitter at, at Kingsley Ellis, which you may know or you may not, but now you know for sure. Cam Ellis, thank you so much for being on the pod. We appreciate you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks, guys. This is always so much fun. So I'm really flattered. I appreciate you guys asking me again. Thanks, Cam.
2: For sure. Thanks, man. Hey, guys, I know I missed
5: the last time he was on the show, and I'm so sorry I did because that was one of my favorite uh, guests. It was just so conversational. He's hysterical. He's got great lines. Uh, I had a lot of fun with Cam. That was awesome.
2: I went back and listened to that episode when we were with that other podcast, and You're, you're right. He just, he, he, Jack, you said something that really stuck with me. It was just, he mixes the, like the balance of being really funny and off the wall with really, really good analysis. Like you listen to the stuff. I mean, he's totally clued in on what's going on right now. And he's doing such a good job with all of that, but He's also you're right, he's hysterical. He, I I want to have him back again and again and again. Cam Cam is is one of my favorite guests that we've had. Yeah, it's really good
3: to actually talk with him. And I do like enjoy following him on Twitter because he is so funny, so sarcastic. And I, I think he said it best. There's so many people that are breaking news and talking about the very few storylines that are happening so he's kind of leaning into a different direction but when you actually get to talk with him and talk football he's got incredible opinions I think his insight is fantastic he's been around this team now for quite like a few years now too so he gets the lay of the land a little bit so to actually talk with him and interact outside of Twitter it's it's really enjoyable.
0: Yeah, he's just a relatable dude and especially for the season that we potentially could have this year as Bears fans where it is a long year sure there might be, you know, some positives here and there to have a person reporting on the team who I think, you know, obviously doesn't take themselves too seriously. That's a very good thing. So I'm really really excited to to hear Cam's coverage this year.
2: All right. So, gentlemen, uh, we talked about Nikhil Harry last week. There really hasn't been much going on. So I think at this point, it's probably time to get out of here. So, uh, gentlemen, I think we should get to cows. wait, 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 wait. I have a surprise for you guys.
3: I love and surprise. actually, I teased this to a few of you off camera, but Shells doesn't know what's coming. Guys, I went to the grocery store earlier today and I saw a brand new flavor of Oreo like a brand new flavor and i was like you know what this looks very intriguing it could be good it could be terrible and i am i just need to do a taste test in front of you guys and i know we talked a little reese's earlier but we are going to do drum roll please there you go Neapolitan flavor Oreo. Oh, what? It's
0: Neapolitan. Oh.
1: What? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What's what is? The, what's that? the
3: base? Is it a chocolate base or you a golden base? Oreo. All right. Well, hold on. First, the cracker is a waffle cone flavored what? cookie with vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate
2: artificially flavored triple layered cream. Is it? Is it an Oreo kosher? And vegan because there's nothing natural in it whatsoever. I know. I know for sure it's kosher. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I know it's kosher for sure, but I, it might be vegan too because there's like there's no natural ingredients in it.
1: Anybody else go and grab the Neapolitan ice cream out of the fridge when they're young and have their dad eat only the chocolate section or only the yeah. strawberry? Yeah, Logan.
0: Yeah, I would yeah. never, never would eat the strawberry part. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sure. That's
2: something so at that feel point, like why
0: didn't I just buy vanilla and chocolate? Ice? <laughs> right, right. <don't. laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Well, Brendan, are you opening this thing or what? Let's I open am mine. opening this thing. We're Hold waiting on. with bated breath.
0: In solidarity, I'm eating, eating double stuff right now. Double, double stuff. Double stuff. Nice work. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's yeah. see.
3: Yeah, it's 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 pretty evenly distributed, I guess. I don't know. Should I like just take the bite or like actually, you know, do the whole thing?
0: Exactly yeah. Exactly how you'd eat a normal Watch. Oreo. Okay. So Watch Oreo. the teeth.
3: His
2: face. Well, that's that's weird. A good face. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's a good weird.
1: Face. <laughs> it's not. I don't know. I don't know if I like this. Sometimes you can't tell until you've eaten the whole row. Yeah.
0: You need <laughs> to hate your, You need to hate yourself to know <laughs> if you like a pack of Oreos or not.
2: Well, clearly he has to have a second one in order for. It, Hold on uh, to give right. it a Hold on. I'm still not done with the
3: first one. Give me oh, a second. This okay. is a lot of pressure here. <laughs> See, I went the other way
5: on the lemon Oreos. I really came out of the gate loving them. And the more I had, the less I liked them.
3: Maybe you're going to have the opposite effect. No, still a face.
2: Oh, It's okay. I don't know. There's too much going on. There's really too much going on. While he's thinking about what he wants to say, Shells and Logan, you guys still need to pick our punishment for... Uh, losing bears trivia, which I'm not mad about at all, or salty hmm. in any way,
0: shape, or form. I think we have that pretty settled after what you said last week, right, Charles? I, I think I think I've got yeah I've got dangles.
5: Um, we haven't decided on, on what we're going to do for Jack. I've got a, okay.
2: I've got an idea.
0: Okay, we can discuss. Okay,
2: okay. All right, so, Brendan. Brendan, what's, yeah, what's this, the final word? It, this. It's not great.
3: It, it kind of tastes like kind of tastes like one of those like Keebler fudge cookies, but there's too much going on. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's if I actually thing. like did the you know just lick the frosting off, maybe that'll be different. But Oreo, I think you went too far with this one. I, I'm how's not the, a big fan.
1: How's the mouth feel? How's the uh, what's the texture like? How, what's the uh, are, are there strawberry notes? Is there a takeaway of yes. waffle cone?
3: Yes. Yeah, so that's a good question, Jack at first I tasted a lot of chocolate and now I just get the strawberry aftertaste and I'm not really, I like strawberry flavored stuff too, but I'm not really feeling this. And they, they say it's a waffle cone. I don't really taste a waffle cone flavor. I just kind of taste a regular like golden Oreo, which is fine, but just with the flavors mixed in it. Yeah. Not, not a fan. I'm kind of like a kind of upset. I got a whole pack left. Five or a
1: six on the (laughs) Oreo
3: scale. Uh,
2: over uh, under over uh, under three days until Brendan finishes the whole thing.
3: Yeah. Oh, take the under. over under. Taking the under. Oh, oh okay then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can't do it just to spite us, by the way. No, I'm not. I, I, I say this thing probably lasts at least probably like five to seven days. All right. So next week, Logan and Shells, you guys need to have our punishments ready to roll, uh, ready to to tell the world. And when I say the world, I've been meaning to put this on the podcast. We are gentlemen now being heard on every continent minus Antarctica. But that doesn't really count.
0: Yeah.
2: Every continent. (laughs) I, I just I can't believe it. Right. And so we're now in Africa right? Like wow. that's, that's insane. That's cool. We are in Australia. We're in New Zealand. We are in uh, Asia. We're in Europe. We're in North America. We're in South America for any of you that are listening and just, just tell us where you're listening from. If it's outside of the States, cause we want to know you can find us on Twitter uh, at bear down You can find us on Instagram, same spot at bear down or shoot us an email at BeardownChaiPod at gmail.com. Let us know where you're listening from because we really appreciate it. Boys, it is time to get out of here. It is time to give shout outs. So for shout outs this week, let's go. Logan, Sheldon, Shagru, right, and I will finish it up.
0: Um, I'm going to shout out all of you guys and then Sylvie as well. I wasn't able to be there. I was uh, still at work, but my gosh, to be able to listen to you guys, interview Sylvie. One like one of, if not the biggest, Chicago sports radio personality was really awesome. You guys did an awesome job. Sylvie was awesome. You guys talked enough about how he's just this personable guy, whether he's recording something or off camera, and you can completely see that um, he seems awesome. But I will not give Brandon Shagru any more praise because it sounds like he got enough of that last week. So there you go. Um, so I'm gonna shout out. Uh
5: at you life 23 goes by Garrett Chicago tears on Twitter. So we had a, we had a little disagreement on Twitter over a non bears related topic and we took it off into the DMS and uh, we actually presented both perspectives and came out of it uh, civil. So thank you for restoring my faith in humanity for a few minutes, Garrett. Um, it was nice to talk to somebody on Twitter, like an adult. Uh, <laughs> and then my next shout out is not on Twitter, but I'm going to brag on my oldest son for just a minute. Uh, So he's seven and he's been wanting to play travel baseball for a while. And uh, nobody has seemed to want to give him a tryout. It's really like ultra competitive and you can't uh, find a team that's got an opening. They like start them really young down here, apparently. So uh found a found a team that didn't have any openings for eight and under but said we have a nine under tryout and they said just come on over get the experience and see what it's like uh and get some good feedback so uh not discouraged he went out there tried out and ended up making the nine under team so uh, i want to give a shout out to my son graham for perseverance and for uh for doing so well at the tryout and um and sticking with it i'm really proud of him
1: let's go graham that's awesome nice man
3: Uh, so my shout outs, I know Logan said it, but I'm going to shout out Sylvie for model and Sylvie again. Um, again, great, just awesome dude, thankful for his time. And, uh, I really appreciated his shout out and the shout out to the podcast that he gave on Friday, um, to have the, the work that you do recognized and to, you know, have that, you know, friendship, I would say that goes back about 10 years to, really have that come to fruition was really, really cool. So uh, just the recognition from him and just how thankful I am uh, for the support that he's given me and obviously the podcast uh, the last week. So shout out to Sylvie. Uh, Shout out to another just awesome, awesome football writer, Dan Pompey. Uh, He had an incredible piece on Darnell Mooney this week. I read through it. I read through it twice. If you don't subscribe to The Athletic, you should. Uh, but Dan, I shouted him out and he sent me a DM just saying, thanks for all the support. And, uh, Dan just seems like a really incredible dude. I hope one day to talk with him. Cause he's one of the writers I really look, look up to. Um, and I try to, you know, follow his work because as, again, he's a pro football hall of fame writer. I mean, that's, that's as good as it gets. And, uh, my last two shout outs, I want to give some plugs as well. These guys, I talked, talked a lot about college tonight. Uh, these two guys I went to college with and they're doing some awesome stuff on their own. First off, uh, my guy, Lawrence hammer, he has a, I want to say a, a startup hot sauce business. It's called Bowtie hot sauce and he makes it himself. It's all organic. It honestly, I've had a few bottles. They're really, really good. And if you're looking for hot sauce, they're really cheap. Uh, just search Bowtie hot sauce. He's, uh, you can buy them on Etsy, um, i'll uh make sure to tag him in the tweet but if you're looking for hot sauce make sure you you uh follow my god lawrence he's he's the guy to go to and then uh my other my former college roommate actually dylan rayner uh he's in a rising metal band called synovial they've had some shows recently in the chicagoland area ryan's given the uh you know the rock on sign so that's awesome uh, but yeah, if you're a, if you're a big fan of metal, check out Synovial, check out Dylan, uh, they're doing some really good things. Metal's not my personal favorite, but I try to support them any way I can. And so follow Synovial, follow Dylan and, uh, just see the songs they got. They're really, really tight.
1: That when it's tight, that means it's good. Is that <laughs> Logan? Is that what that means? No. Cap. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, right, good, good. I just <laughs> want to make sure. Uh, how about, uh, How about Cam Ellis, everybody, who, because he's such a classy dude, already sent us a, hey, thanks for having us on the show message, which it's just, I mean, says so much about him. Uh, We've already kind of covered how much we really enjoyed having him on the show. So thank you, Cam, for coming on. We really enjoyed it. Um, uh, To my friend Mike Smith, who suffered Skittle trauma as a youth uh shout out to mike smith and then i'm gonna like, let's take it to the people let's keep it real uh i just retweeted something and a couple uh couple friends just tweeted back or liked the tweet so peter shaw uh Shaw, 78 um thanks for the like in rich falls uh at falls rich a couple of uh, a couple of guys that follow me and i think follow the show so thanks to both of you
2: I'm going to go the very serious route, and so I apologize this. I'm going to try to tell the story as fast as I can. A man by the name of John Jerome White spent over 24 years in prison for something he didn't do. It was insane. Now, gentlemen, when I tell you this, he was picked out of a lineup, and the guy that actually did it was in that lineup, and the person picked John incorrectly, to which he then spent 24 years of his life in prison. And I've had an, an amazing opportunity to meet John and we've developed a really close friendship. He's a good friend of mine. And all I'm gonna say right now, no no personal bits, but John needs some good vibes. And for anybody in this world that that should have easy breezy for the rest of their days Mm -hmm. it should be John Jerome White and he needs some good vibes right now so my shout out is going to the Innocence Project uh, which is a phenomenal organization if you're thinking about donating you should absolutely get after that and especially the Georgia Innocence Project Um, so John who's not on Twitter I will make sure that he gets this but uh, they're doing phenomenal work, and if it wasn't for the Innocence Project, I wouldn't have a relationship with my good friend, John Jerome White. And so, John, shout out to you. I know he's a Falcons fan, but it's not a Packer fan, so guys, are we really that mad about it? No. Yeah, no. no. So, so John, shout out to you, thinking about you, buddy, and sending you all the good vibes. For all of us at the Bear Down Chicago podcast, we want to say thank you so much for listening. There are so many places you can be getting your Bears content but you are choosing to listen to this podcast and it means more than we can say so all we ask is that you hit like you hit subscribe you share it with a bears fan friend anyone that you possibly can that might want to listen to this show it would mean the world to us for logan bradley patrick sheldon brendan jaguru jack Wright, i'm ryan dangle folks thank you so much and as always bear down chicago